0: This is the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. Hey guys, welcome. This is the Real Estate Investing Mastery Show. Glad you're here. And we've got a special guest. I want to tell you guys, um, you're going to enjoy this show. So you need to pay attention. You need to listen, listen up because, uh, you're in for a treat. Jason has been a friend of mine for several years and he's got some real creative ways to find sellers that not a lot of people are doing. Not a lot of people are do even know about. And, uh, so I'm excited about this. It's going to be, um, it's going to be really good. I want to tell you guys, um, go to realestateinvestingmastery.com RealEstateInvestingMastery.com to get uh, the show notes, to check all that out, and also to um, download our Fast Cash Survival Kit. You've heard me talk about it a lot, Fast Cash Survival Kit, and it's a, a tool that's going to teach you how Alex and I do all of our deals, how we uh, f- you do our marketing, how we do our, how we use our virtual assistants to do marketing for us. And it's it's pretty cool. So check that out, realestateinvestingmastery.com, and it's free. And we'd appreciate you leaving any reviews if you like the show. Leave us reviews. I'm pulling up the podcast right now. We've got, I've been. It's been awesome seeing the reviews coming in, and I'm gonna just read a few of them. Uh, the first one here is RMR third. Wow, five stars. The fact that this information is free is simply amazing. Extremely grateful for the generosity. Definitely will be recommending. Thank you. Smith1221, an absolute must, five stars. This is one of the first podcasts related to real estate investing that I downloaded. I've been following Joe for a while and he continues to deliver awesome information. Love to listen in the car or even at home while cooking and cleaning. Awesome. <laughs> Hopefully this is a guy. Uh, and I've picked up some great tips for my business and excited for future episodes. <laughs> uh bent wallace says uh five stars joe does a great job inspiring and teaching all while commuting around town he has a heart of a teacher great info on being an investor in passive income and i could go on and on and on you guys are awesome i sure appreciate these reviews please leave us some more uh, just go to itunes leave us a review let us know you like the show and uh we appreciate it. we've been doing this for now over six years and i was talking to a friend well never mind i won't get into that that's a long story. And I want to get to Jason as soon as possible. Jason Lucchese, how are you, man? I'm good, Joe. How are you doing, man? Really good. I feel like you're a neighbor. You're in Indianapolis, which isn't that far away from me.
1: I know. I know. We're we're not too far away at all. I think it's like, what, a, a four-hour car ride?
0: It's not that far. Yeah, it's about four, four to five hours. Um, I think when I was last in Indianapolis, I spoke at your RIA group, and i drove i didn't want to fly i just was faster and easier to, dri- to drive and um it was a nice drive i remember it was really pretty it was a really pretty drive at the time
1: it definitely is yeah yeah you were there not too long ago actually you did a really great job people are still uh, still talking about it we just had awesome. a meeting not too long ago and you know people still ask like oh do you still work with joe and all that kind of stuff so yeah definitely <laughs> you did a great job and we That's were great. happy that you came and Presented, it was phenomenal content. Thanks, man.
0: Um, I appreciate it. Today on this show, we're going to be talking about some really new creative ways to find seller leads, and it's something that you've been kind of, I've always been a leader in, Jason, a pioneer kind of in finding different ways to find off-market deals, doing things that nobody else is really doing, and uh, we're going to be talking more about that because things have changed. We had you on the show a couple years ago. And things have changed a lot since then, haven't
1: they? They have um, the power of the internet and the power of all the twenty first century technology is constantly- ad- advancing, and you have to always be adapting um, yeah. and be adaptive to you know the change and yeah, since I was on the show uh two years ago, and that's flown by lots of <laughs> lots of things have changed for sure Joe
0: so um Talk about yourself real quick, Jason. You're still active doing deals. It was actually, you know what, looking back here, it was six, a year and a half ago. So it wasn't two years ago. It was a year and a half ago. And by the way, guys, you, okay. should, you should still check that out. It was episode 129, How to Easily Find Off-Market Deals to Wholesale Virtually with Jason. Episode 129. Everybody should go back and listen to that. It was really good. Uh, Jason, talk about what, what are you doing today? Are you still active? And kind of what, what are you actively doing right now?
1: Sure, so we're we're still very very much active. Uh, love doing real estate. It'll probably be something that I do until you know the day I die, and then probably pass it pass it to the kiddos to do if that's something that they want to pursue. But right now, I would say sixty percent of our business is wholesale, ten percent is rehab, and then the other thirty percent is buy and hold. We're actively wanting to build our own portfolio for for that passive. Monthly cash flow because let 's face it if uh, if you 're not doing that you don 't really have a business that 's consistently making you money every single month, and that really gives you the longevity too within your business so we 've been constantly been building that, and you know I still do a lot of flips with uh, residential properties, and i 'm getting more into the apartment self storages oh, yeah. just because I love yeah. the cash flow opportunities that they present they are phenomenal when it comes to very low maintenance, especially on the self storage facilities. And as long as you buy them right, you know, they'll be cash cows for a very long time.
0: Very interesting. What what made you decide get some to pursue that or look into that?
1: You know, I was just looking at a few different ways. I love residential real estate. It's you know, it's my bread and butter. It's the foundation of what helped me got you know, get started in 2008. Um, but I just started looking at different avenues. I started looking at, you know, financial sheets of some of the properties that were, you know, available from a self-storage and apartment complex opportunity. And it just, you know, makes sense. Like some of the stuff that I've learned, even when I first got started, like reading like rich dad, poor dad, you know, he always talks about getting into things that really have minimal to absolutely no maintenance. And, Self-storage is one of those types of things. Like, you know, if something breaks, it's not going to be like super expensive and you don't need a lot of employees. There's not a lot of overhead. You know, Mm -hmm. the only thing that that may break or whatnot is if you have climate control, you know, self-storage, which it is kind of key to have that. But other than that, that's the only thing. And then you could have the whole entire system automated with self-storage. You could have like, a little kiosk. It almost operates as like an ATM it's where you could just go and, you know, if somebody wants to come there at 1am and they need a storage facility for, you know, a month or two, they could come in, sign the contract right then and there, you know, and an attendant doesn't need to be there. So it's just, it's really low maintenance. You know, you could have somebody working there during the day for, you know, eight hours. But other than that, it's just a really low maintenance, high profitable, opportunity uh for for me to get into and other people to get into it's just really key uh to to be constantly looking for opportunities like that there's we're now looking into mobile home parks too those are really cash cows um that that we're getting into as well with our self-directed IRA. they're just they're awesome so wow I'm,
0: i'm interested in that i don't want to talk too much about it but the local storage units are you finding that there's enough local storage units in the Indianapolis area for you to buy or do you have to go way out of your area to 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 find those
1: no we're we're not looking well let me just rephrase we're we're looking in a lot of different markets for self-storage facilities there's a ton of self-storage facilities where I am within a 25 to 50 mile radius. There's a lot of storage facilities around. Some of them are franchise, some of them are, you know, corporate owned, but for the most part, some of them are mom and pop type self-storage facilities. But we, we do tend to look outside of the state uh, because sometimes, you know, there's not going to be a lot of them ready for sale here in Indiana. So we are looking like in other states, Tennessee, South Carolina, North Carolina, Georgia. You know, those are just some of them right off the top of my head that I could think of that, you know, we've reviewed, you know, financial seats. And I'm not just talking about performas, because I don't go off of, you know, fake numbers. I go off of the real numbers, which I highly encourage everybody else to do. You know, performa is just gonna give you, you know, a potential idea of what it is. I like to look at the real numbers to analyze what the cap rate is and um all the all of the items as far as like expense ratios, debt servicing, all all that kind of stuff.
0: Interesting. Okay. All right, so well, let's talk about um when you talk about that stuff it it, it sometimes my eyes glaze over because I have no interest <laughs> in that stuff, but I know I I should be thinking more along those terms. I mean, it's fantastic that you can buy income producing real estate like that. Um but I I uh, want to talk with you more about finding motivated sellers. Um, and one of the things you mentioned to me before we started the recording the show was what you're doing on Facebook right now. And I am especially interested in Facebook. And so I'm dying to know, what are some of the ways, the creative ways that you're finding motivated sellers on Facebook?
1: Yeah, no, that's a great question. And, you know, Facebook... I know a lot of people recognize with Facebook as going on there and, you know, telling people about your day and, you know, putting pics of food or pictures of this or that. And that's totally cool. That's what Facebook is, you know, kind of evolved into. But the other side of it is there's literally uh, millions upon millions of people that you could reach out to. So we've kind of put down the some steps here that we've been following to where we go into real estate groups and we really get it to a place where we're finding other motivated real estate investors that just by us reaching out and contacting them they're you know they may have one property they want to sell or they may have a portfolio of properties that they want to sell and we're talking residential uh at this point you know we're running into people in different groups just by going through the member directory, you, don't, you do have to be a member, but it, it doesn't cost you anything, so it's absolutely free. We go into these groups and we start looking through the member directory and we start looking at profiles, see if like people are active on there. If they don't have an active profile, we kind of dismiss it because more than likely they're not going to see our message if they're not active on Facebook. If they haven't posted anything in like six to eight months – it's probably going to be a lost cause. So we go after people that may have made a post within the last week or two. And we also want to see like where, where they're at because it's going to state, you know, like what area they're at uh, as far as like state state specific, or they might be somebody out of the country because we're finding a lot of people that are even in like Australia and New Zealand that may have properties here and they're looking to sell them. So, It just really boils down to the the groups, finding the right types of groups, making sure they're active and, you know, going in and finding those people specifically. Now, the the thing that we've done to really make this work is say for instance, and you're in St. Louis and I'm in Indianapolis. So the best way to do it is finding groups specifically within your key markets. So if I'm wanting to find sellers within Indianapolis, I'm gonna find Indianapolis-related groups, maybe even Indiana groups, to make it a statewide opportunity. And just start going through there and finding people in the group, They and they don't necessarily have to live in Indiana. We're finding people that live in California, Hawaii, that, that own properties here that want to sell. Um, and it presents a, a really great opportunity. They're, they're either selling their properties that are vacant they're selling properties that need rehab, or they're selling turnkey opportunities, which allows us to sell the property on a cap rate and allows us to to just move the property without literally doing anything to it
0: so you're you're finding at first I was thought you were talking about uh, real estate investor Facebook groups,
1: but you're yeah we're, we're talking about real estate real estate investor groups.
0: Huh. So okay, oh, all right so you're but you're not talking about the big national ones like Alex's you're you're talking more about specific um to your local market Indianapolis Indiana something like that right
1: Yeah yeah that's we're talking about more like from a geographical standpoint you know finding the groups that you know are more state specific the one that Alex has is a that's a fantastic group but the one thing that I'm doing within these state specific groups is some of these people join and they might not be like, you know, active real estate investors like you and I, they may just be in there looking for deals. Um, they may be like, you know, one of the types of people they love to browse, but they never like make a comment or post. They just, they're there and that that's all their purposes. They don't want to be active in group discussions or anything like that. But, what we do is we're targeting individuals in these groups that are potentially just real estate investors that maybe just ha- are completely hands off. They're not like okay, they don't have like a, a full time real estate investing business. They may have bought you know a few properties so that they could have some cash flow coming in and try and building up their retirement. And we go in and we target those people by just sending them off like a a message, uh, a private message. And it allows us to reach out to them to see if they have any properties or inventory that are available for sale. And we're finding people that are motivated to sell their properties. Um, or if they're not, they become a buyer for us too. So it works both ways. So we're finding sellers, but we're also at the same time, just by asking simple questions, they could also lead to potential buyers for us too.
0: Well, that's interesting. Very interesting. And, and I have found sometimes the best way to a deal is just go through, this is kind of related to what you're talking about. Um, if you have a list of investors or people that are actively doing deals and you have their phone numbers or emails, just go through once a week, once a month and call everybody on that list or email them and say, hey, do you have any deals? Or are you looking to buy any deals? You start asking people, are you looking to sell a deal or are you looking to buy a deal? You're going to find two people that are wanting the same thing. Or, like, you know, like you're going to find one person who has a house they want to sell, and you're going to find somebody else who has a house they want to buy. And you can wholesale right. these deals together. It's just out there getting network, networking, getting yourself known, and, and talking to people and asking questions.
1: Really cool. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the big things that I uh, am a big believer in is questions lead to confessions. And if you ask enough questions, you're gonna find out exactly what that person wants. You know, you're gonna find out, you know, the pains of what they're, you know, wanting. Either they're wanting to sell or they're wanting to buy deals. And, you know, you say it perfectly, Joe, like the the most important people that you could count on for more business are the people that that are already on your contact list on your phone. All you need to do is just, (laughs) find out from them i like what you said once a month or once a week yeah following up with them seeing if they they want to buy or they want to sell you you never know unless you Mm -hmm. ask the question the answer is always no unless you ask the question yeah (laughs) really good really good
0: all right and you were also talking about some instagram stuff what are you doing on, on instagram right now
1: so same thing um this is pretty cool. Where you're, you should have a Facebook business page. If you don't already have a Facebook business page, I highly encourage it. It's completely free. Plus, it gets you ranked on Google by having the right type of keyword for your your business. Like I have, we buy Indianapolis houses, which it doesn't violate that goofy trademark. Uh, we buy houses, hmm. and um, I'll, I also have one for cash buyers too, which is Indianapolis investment property. So they're, they're, they're both doing two things. One is for finding motivated sellers. One's for finding cash buyers. Now, the cool thing is with Instagram, since, you know, Facebook owns it, you could sync up those pages to Instagram and you could start having those pages be featured as well. And you could also start gaining uh, some notoriety on Google by having both of those pages. So I have an Instagram page for we buy Indianapolis houses and on some of our our pages, what we do like in specific locations, you know, we'll post, you know, properties and we'll make sure that we use the hashtag, which is really important on Instagram, making sure that you're using hashtags because that's a way for for people to find you on Instagram. And what I typically do is I'll post properties for sale I'll put pictures of properties and it's a way for us to find people that are looking to sell or looking to buy. And you got to be careful. You know, Joe and I talked about this when he came and spoke at ARIA, you know, about advertising, you know, properties for sale. You know, if, if you are not the actual owner of record and you just have a purchase agreement in place, there's real no equitable interest in there for you to just advertise that property for sale. You know, there's other things you can do with maybe recording an option contract that states you can do that. And that's probably a different, (laughs) that's a different podcast discussion in itself. So what I recommend is if you do not have equitable interest in the property, just take a picture of the outside of the property. Don't put anything in the description of the property address. And you know, what you could do is say, Hey, contact me about this property. Um, And you could put some other cool things on there. And if you're not a graphic designer, a really great app that you can do for iPhones and Androids is using an app that's called Word Swag. Mm -hmm. Word Swag, really cool app that allows you to add some text to your, your image. You could change up the colors of the image. It just adds a little bit more flavor, some more sizzle to it. So you could put like, a deeply discounted property for sale, contact me immediately. Um, and you could put uh, click the bio link because the links that you put in your posts are not going to be active. So typically, you have to have a call to action within your post that maybe says, you know, click the bio link for more information about this property. And you could also have your phone number up on the description field on your Instagram profile. And that's a really great way for people to reach out and find you.
0: Interesting, I have never thought of that. <laughs> I, yeah, it's I've, just, it's I've just, never been big into yeah. Instagram. Do you think, you think investors can afford to ignore Instagram?
1: Well, with the way things are evolving, I I think you know it would be another lost opportunity for investors not to not to do it. It's you don't have to be on Instagram like twenty four seven like some people are. You can just literally post your stuff on Facebook. The beautiful thing about this is, let me rephrase: you post on Instagram, and you have to do everything by your phone. So most most people are on their phones anyways. So the cool thing is, use your phone to a, an advantage to where you're not just using it for you know texting or uh, checking out you know, what people are doing on Facebook, put a picture up on Instagram with a property that you have. And then the cool thing is uh, Instagram will allow you to post it on Facebook, Twitter, and some other social media sites. Well, you could check those boxes off and it'll automatically go to your Facebook business page. So it goes over to your Facebook business page. Now people that are on Facebook can see that you may have a new property. Uh, for sale. So it just really kind of opens up the floodgates for both Instagram and Facebook. You don't need to, like I said, you don't need to be posting on Instagram every single day, but it is important to maybe make a post like three times a week. And I say that because Google likes to see active pages. So if they're seeing you being active on Instagram and for your Facebook business page, and you're trying to get, you know, on that first page of Google, for, you know, your specific location, let's just use Joe's area, for example, like we buy St. Louis houses. Well, if you are, you know, going through and posting three times a week, it's gonna, Google's gonna recognize that. And as long as you have good content and you're using search engine optimized keywords, then you're gonna get good ranking. Like, so if if you're, if somebody comes down there and they're wanting to sell their house, and you pop up in those number one, number two spots, that's going to be huge because people are going to see your information. They're going to contact you, and you're going to start receiving deals off of just making posts on Facebook and Instagram. Huh.
0: Do you Now, Jason, are you doing this all yourself, or do you outsource this
1: to somebody else? Yeah, so what we do is we have uh, standard operating procedures for each component within our business. So typically what I do is I record a specific task uh, that we do within our business. I record it. It might be like a five, minute video. And what I'm doing is I'm showing the steps uh, for a virtual assistant that we find on Upwork. And Upwork.com is a really great site for finding virtual assistants all throughout the entire world. So what I do in this particular video is I walk them through... I talk very slowly and I tell them specifically what I want done. And then what I do is I take that video and I have it transcribed uh, through rev.com. So that's R E V.com. Hmm. I have it transcribed. So, because some people might be in India or the Philippines. So, what I like to do is I like to have uh, the transcription available. So I can give it to them, and if they need to read it within their own language, that's completely cool. They can do it. They'll understand it. And then when they're watching the video, it'll just all make that much more sense to them. So I outsource this to them. I let them know what I'm looking to at, to post-wise, and then they'll go through and make those posts and make everything look nice and clean because, you know, I'm not great at that. But there's other people that are great at it. So – I just do the basics. I, I form the foundation, and then I hand it off to these people that you know are great at it, and they they go ahead and make everything look really really nice.
0: Interesting. And I, why don't you just do it the video? You just leave it like the video. Why does it need to be transcribed?
1: Well, some of these people don't understand English like really really well. Okay. Uh, so I have it. I have it transcribed so they can uh, have the Word document uh, put into translation for whatever language they they are in, you know, in the Philippines, India, um, you know, any areas that we're, we're finding virtual assistants that are really great at this, you know, and we consider them to be, you know, really good experts. Um, the video is good, but I like having the, the transcription there available too, just in case they need to read it. Because it's actually yeah. pretty cheap it's only like it's only like a minute a uh, dollar per minute uh, for the transcription, so you know if our videos are five to to ten minutes it's only five ten bucks, and then once I do that like w- the one time I do that that's it I don't have to go through and do Instagram and Facebook anymore that part of the business is done it could be outsourced unless Facebook and Instagram make any changes if that happens then I need to make the video and the transcription again, but that that's very rare that we see that happen.
0: Okay. All right. Very good. Interesting. Um, Back to Instagram and Facebook. Instagram is owned by Facebook. Are you doing any paid advertising, any paid marketing right now for sellers?
1: I do. Um, we do do that. And it, we do it in geographically from a, a standpoint of using Facebook. Um, we like to use audience insights to really narrow down and find out who our target audience is.
0: Uh-huh. And then
1: we just go out and start, you know, really just kind of marketing to those specific people since we already have the data and know who to go after.
0: And has that working well for you?
1: It is. We, you know, I don't do like a huge marketing budget on it. It's only about twenty twenty five dollars a day, but we're receiving on average anywhere between two and four, like good qualified leads, um, on a daily basis. Really? We are, and Holy not God. every single one. Not every single one is going to turn into a deal just because numbers may not work. But when I say qualified, let me rephrase. When I say qualified, I mean like, there are people like within our area because we really blasted out to, to the, we get it down to a science to where, you know, we're targeting only specific areas that we're, we're investing in. So when I say qualified leads, I mean like they're in areas that we're investing in and the information that was left behind you know, it shows that it could be a potential deal. So, you know, if we're getting, let's just say 10 new leads a week on minimum, we're going to probably make offers on 80% of them hmm. just because, you know, comps makes sense. And then we'll probably get from that 80%. So eight of them we will probably get anywhere between two and four, you know, under contract.
0: That's phenomenal. So what do you mind us asking, what do your ads look like in Facebook? And are you retargeting?
1: We do. We do do the retargeting. Uh, We use the pixel. So we're just using simple lead page um, that we could just add in the pixel code from Facebook. And we're able to, you know, constantly uh, target those individuals with uh, Follow-up ads to make sure that they go on there and, and fill out the information, but the ads are pretty simple. Um, we're just putting, um, like for example, I'm looking at one of our ads right now. It says, uh, "Do you want to sell your house without having to pay, you know, a realtor commission?" Uh-huh. You know, that's that's kind of like the headline, and then the picture is of us. Well, not us, but it's a stock image. It's uh, Two hands. One hand has cash, the other hand is reaching out for the cash with the keys in the hand. And then the the headline below the the picture is just stating, you know, contact us immediately for a cash offer. And then we have the box that says learn more or contact us.
0: That sounds really complicated, Jason. I don't know. <laughs> that's really really cool
1: yeah yeah we've we've it's taken us a long time to to get it down but it's been working and you know just like facebook or you know if you're using google ads or bing or msn you know they do end up getting to a plateau so we have to change out you know the the ad copy the image you know, and maybe even, you know, a different lead page, um, maybe like every two to three months. Okay. Just because we we tend to see that it, it does get to like a plateau.
0: Yeah, you have to be
1: um... – yeah, that is one thing that's frustrating.
0: And I think it's probably the same with Google, isn't it? I mean, you have to constantly be changing – your ad copy and you, you find something that works and that sometimes it, it's called, um, isn't it called audience fatigue or something like that? Your your audience just sees it so many times they start
1: ignoring it. They do. Yeah, I would say that's a pretty uh, fair statement. Um, they definitely do get fatigued and it just, it plateaus. It right. plateaus at that right. standpoint and it just no longer works. It doesn't convert anymore.
0: Wow. All right, so um, you're still messing with LinkedIn? You're still messing around with LinkedIn? That's not uh, gone the way of the dinosaurs? That's kind of what you're known for. Uh, it
1: is, and li- LinkedIn is it's a, a phenomenal beast. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, when I joined LinkedIn in 2009, I was an early adopter of it. I think they may have had like 100 to 150 million users, which is that's still like gigantic now they're closer to about 600 plus million they do have 600 million it's it's rising daily uh, but linkedin is getting you know massive amounts of exposure and it's it's still like one of our top sources for finding motivated sellers and cash buyers
0: hmm isn't that interesting Well, talk a little bit about what you're doing. Are you still going after um, asset managers or just what are you doing that?
1: Okay. We're going after asset managers. We're going after portfolio managers, loan workout officers, special assets managers. We're we're going after people that work at mom and pop style banks. So we're talking state and regional level banks. We're going after hedge funds, uh, private equity firms. We're also going uh, after private sellers. Uh, It's, it's something fairly, fairly simple that anybody can do. I'm not like super tech savvy. So using something like LinkedIn and, you know, you could do it virtually from anywhere you want in the entire world. You know, it's really cool to, to go on and they recently just changed up their whole entire platform. So we, we have a whole training program on, on this and we had to go through and, you know, update all of our training modules that really, you know, give a lot of great information on LinkedIn. You know, it didn't take long to do, but they do change up their their platform from time to time. And this last change um, was pretty good. Um, not there, There's a couple of things that you no longer have access to at the free level, but you could still find all of the people that you want out of The eight years that I've been on there, I've only upgraded one time and that was just to see what all the fuss was about. It wasn't that big of a deal, uh, to, to upgrade. I was only, and they allow you to upgrade for free, um, to check it out for 30 days. So I did that. I never even paid. Um, I didn't go beyond my, my free trial just because I didn't see that it it really warranted me paying, you know, whatever it was, 50 or 60 bucks a month. So what we do is we go on the LinkedIn. We They have like a little search engine box. And if we're wanting to find asset managers, we type in asset manager and we do uh, the title for the person. So we're only looking for people that have asset manager in their title. And then we're looking for second and third connections. That's it. Because first connections are people that we're already connected with. So we're looking for new people that we can prospect to. And that's a way to do it type an asset manager. You know, another key one is if you're wanting to build your cash buyers list or you're wanting to find motivated sellers. A lot of people don't do this one and I'm not sure why, but this is a, a, a big one that we teach heavily and it's just simply typing in real estate investor. Type in real estate investor huh. and you could do it from a geographical standpoint too, Joe. It's to where, you know, if I want to find other real estate investors that have that in their title, I go to St. Louis, Missouri, second and third connection still, and I find everybody on LinkedIn that has that specifically within their title. So it allows me to start reaching out to to more local people, too, to see if uh, they're looking for more deals.
0: Yeah, I'm looking right now. In, in, in mine, I have 2,700 nice. results in St. Louis for Real Estate investors St. Louis.
1: Yeah, it, that's a lot of people. Um And you could, you know, you could start narrowing it down from there if if you wanted to. But 2,700 results, it's, you know, it's amazing. You know, the opportunity that you see at hand, you know, the things that I do at that point then is I really start looking for the people that A, they have a profile image. B, it definitely clearly states that they're a real estate investor in their title. And then what I do is I go to their profile, I'll look around you know, some of the things that I really like to see is they have a background image, they have a minimum of three hundred connections, and they have a, a description of what they do. Um if they don't if they didn't take the time to do that, then they probably aren't really active yeah. on LinkedIn. So, you know, I just I really wanna make sure that they are active because you don't wanna waste one of your uh connections like you do end up, I think it's like you have 3000, um, opportunities to, to send out a connection request to people. You don't want to waste those. That's what you get with a free account. And then, you know, I want to see that they have some skills that they've put up from themselves. I typically want to see at least five, at least five for real estate. And then as I scroll down, if they have any recommendations, that's a, that's a plus two. And also, too, I want to see what type of real estate investment groups that they're in. If they're not in any, that's a pretty big red flag as, you know, I probably don't want to waste a connection on these people. Um, The the minimum that I like to see is that they are in at least three to five real estate investing style groups. So it it could be real estate, but I, I want it to make sure that, you know, I'm connecting with people that are like minded. Now that's for real estate investors. When it comes to asset managers, you know, might be a little bit different from the types of groups that they're in. Um, as long as they meet the other criteria that I just went over, then I will, you know, continue on and want to connect with those people.
0: The uh, the background photo. I'm looking at mine right now, and uh, uh-huh. I, I didn't have a background photo. <laughs> I'm putting it in right Uh-oh. now. I didn't Uh-oh. know that. I didn't know that was a big deal. <laughs> The background well, I, photo I would, is is so small, though. It's like, good grief! It's like, uh, it's very uh, uh, narrow. I don't know.
1: It is. Um, typically, what we do or recommend for individuals is, you know, if you're in St. Louis, just do like, go to Google and type in free, uh, free St. Louis skyline image, and it will pull that up, and it looks really, really cool. Because when people are are landing on your page, they're going to see, like, a a skyline in the back, and it it looks really cool. And the reason why I recommend you type in free uh, stock image, because, you know, if you just type in St. Louis skyline and you use somebody's image, you know, you might get in trouble for using that image. So I always type in, like, uh, free stock. Uh, Free stock is first it will allow you to avoid any type of issues with using somebody's image without either paying or without permission.
0: And they need to have at least five skills. Is that what you said?
1: Yeah. Yeah. At least five skills. And that, that's pretty easy to add. It literally takes two seconds to add a skill. Um, So five skills, it shouldn't take you longer than 10, 15 seconds. And then if people go to my profile um, I have a couple on there and you could take a look at what I put in the title. You know, that's how people find you. So you have to get, you know, you have to get creative and you guys can go on take a look at my profile, copy and paste whatever you want. But the title is key. I put real estate investor, entrepreneur, um, residential real estate. You know, those are keywords that allow people to find you. So, Again, it allows you to get ranked really high when people are looking for professionals to connect with.
0: I am I'm doing that. I'm, I have a bunch. Of, like, Is there too many skills? Because I'm putting in like, uh, I got about 10 or 12 in here right now.
1: No, I think you could add up to 50. You could add up to 50 for skills. And for groups, this is a cool thing that LinkedIn now allows you to do. It used, they used to cut you off at adding uh, yourself to 50 groups. Now you can add yourself to 100 groups, which is, that's a lot of groups. Um, <laughs> I'm not even a, a member of 100 groups, but it, it's a lot. It's a lot of groups, so you can go out there and start getting in some of these groups. Uh, the groups are really great to be a part of, especially like when you have properties or if you're looking for buyers. Uh, you can make posts in these groups. And, you know, you'll also start becoming, like, known as that authority figure, that, that individual that's building credibility. You know, again, this could all be outsourced by a virtual assistant. All you need to do is lay the foundations for them, and they'll go out there and start messaging people and connecting with people. And it's, it just makes your life so much easier when you have, you know, a virtual assistant doing this all for you.
0: Very, very cool. So I just added a bunch of skills to my profile. Skills to my
1: profile. LinkedIn nice.
0: LinkedIn is telling me I'm looking good. <laughs> <laughs> good. Looking good. This I you know, I I don't know why I've never really spent much time. I was more active in LinkedIn when I was a um in the business world, I mean working for an employer.
1: Right. Um,
0: the it's crazy. I'm looking here and it tells me people who have viewed you have also viewed other people here um, that are friends of mine, which is pretty cool. And they're all second connections. So that means we're not first connections, right?
1: That is correct. Second. That is correct. Now, you could the, – the cool thing is once you start getting your profile out there and par- people start seeing you as being active, like I haven't sent out a connection request in a, in a really long time, and I believe we're – I just surpassed like a little over 8,000 connections just because people are coming and wanting to connect with us just because we're making posts and groups and we're just, you know, reaching out to people that we already know and they're saying, Hey, check out Jason Lucchese. You know, he's a great real estate investor. It just, it it really is great. And then the, the other cool thing is we're making daily posts on, on Facebook. So, Kind of similar to what we're doing on Instagram we post like uh, this motivational style image and then I we, we put in there you know something you know to really kind of inspire people the cool thing about that is when people hit like so if you go on there Joe and you've got like a network of 2,000 3,000 plus people uh, that are part of your LinkedIn, you know, the, the people will see that. So you click like, and then all of your other people that are connected with you will be like, Oh, Joe just liked what Jason said. Um, and then they'll go there, they'll see it and they'll be like, Oh, cool. I want to connect with Jason now. And they'll reach out, send a connection request. And next thing you know, I'm connected with that person too. So it's really, really cool to, to see that and, and allow other people to find you that way.
0: It's pretty fascinating. I I'm seeing a ton of people that I know here. And I'm connecting with them. And uh I don't know if they're ever on here, if they if they look at it. But uh very cool. I I need to get around and play more with uh LinkedIn, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, you know, and Joe, I know you a lot of people have that same mindset like LinkedIn was something you would go on there like put your resume out there or maybe connect with other people while you're at corporate America there, you know, my whole thing back, back in 2009, I, I thought that too, like it's mainly for recruiters. It's putting your resume out there and all that stuff. But it's really evolved where business professionals are really starting to recognize, you know, they, they get past a lot of the, you know, pictures of food or the check-ins on Facebook. You know, there's nothing wrong with Facebook. I love Facebook. It's a great way for us to generate leads. But sometimes people go on there to, to just get away from, you know, some of that stuff and they come to LinkedIn. And it's a great way for them to communicate about their deals. It's a great way to communicate about, like, what's going on in their market. They just have a, a lot more professionalism on LinkedIn uh, compared to Facebook. Not saying, again, I'm not bashing Facebook because I absolutely love Facebook, but I'm just saying, I'm just trying to let people get into the to the, to the mind of what others are thinking when they get out to, to LinkedIn compared to Facebook. So when you, because I see some
0: people here and it says either invite or connect. And so when I connect with them, it just automatically connects me with them. I'm, it, they don't have to approve it.
1: No, they do. And the thing that I do, Joe, is um, when I click on, you know, connect, um, it it allows you to add a note. Yeah. Um, Because before, um, before they made this change, you either had to know them as a friend or you guys work together or you've done business together. You had to check off one of those things or you had their email address Or if you clicked other, it just wouldn't let you do it. Now you could just go in and, you know, connect with these people. The key is adding a a note. So adding a personalized note on why you want to connect with that person. Because if you just click on connect and click send off, all it does is it sends off like a, a generic auto populated message that everybody else is doing, and you're not really doing anything to stand out. So what people need to be doing is getting personal and, you know, really making your message, you know, personalized to the person you're wanting to connect with. So they want to connect with you because the message that's getting sent off automatically from LinkedIn is, you know, I would like to add you to my professional network. So it's, it's not really saying anything like personal to them on, on why you would want to connect with them. Hmm.
0: So how many connections are you allowed to have?
1: Um I believe it they may have just changed this, but I believe it's uh 50,000.
0: Oh, I only have 568. <laughs> well,
1: have... you know, like, like you said, you're you're not on there a whole lot. So that's that's not that's that's fine. Yeah. Um if you're not actively on there, jeez, we've been on there actively now for a while, so Um, but geez, once you start getting on there a little bit more, maybe like once or twice a week, you're going to start seeing that thing skyrocket.
0: I don't recognize hardly any of these people that have sent me invitations. Anyway, the, uh, I will get more into LinkedIn. This looks something like I should pay attention to more. I don't know why I haven't. I don't have a good excuse. Uh, (laughs) That's funny. Uh, All right. So real fascinating stuff. Um, Jason, we're doing a webinar together this week and uh, we're going to keep this webinar up actually as well for people who are listening to this podcast only for special podcast listeners. If you're listening to this in the future, we'll probably have a replay of the webinar. Um, but I want to let everybody know that I'm doing a webinar with Jason this week and um, we're calling it the four-step strategy. For generating six figures within the next six months, Jason's going to be talking about how you can structure your deals. You don't have to use cash or credit. All right, you can grab an endless supply of deeply discounted off-market properties. Which I, this is why I wanted Jason to do a webinar to my list, is because he's really, really good at finding off-market properties. And these are properties that, you know, Jason still does a little bit of direct mail, but not a ton. He finds most of his deals through Uh, real creative ways, like what we've been talking about today on this podcast. Um, And why now is a great time, probably the best time ever, to flip properties that aren't even listed on the MLS. All right, And he's got a system so that you can set this deal-finding stuff on autopilot. And um, you don't have to hang bandit signs. You don't have to drive for dollars. You don't have to knock on doors. You don't have to dial a bunch of phone numbers or all of that other marketing stuff that leads you You know, kind of burnt out. It's going to be a really good webinar. Jason has been doing this business for a long time. He's been teaching and coaching a lot of people for a long time. And he's probably the number one guy I know for off-market deals. And it's going to be a really good webinar. And I want you guys to go to it and check it out. I'm going to give you a website here. Write this down. REIMpodcast.com slash Jason. REIMpodcast.com slash Jason jason r-e-i-m for real estate investing mastery com slash jason and check out the webinar you're gonna like it you're gonna get a lot of really good information out of it and uh, jason i want to thank you for taking the time to be on the web on the podcast today
1: yeah joe thanks for having me on again um as your as your guest that really means a lot i know this is a gigantic podcast. I, I've given yeah. you guys a, a five-star review in the past, and you guys always deliver some powerful information with some amazing people. And, um, you know, yeah, I, I just appreciate coming on here, uh, you know, giving some something back to your listeners. And, um, you know, I look forward to seeing those people on the upcoming uh, webinar that, that we have going on, and they could get even more information, um, about finding, finding deals. Uh, that's what it's all about. Yeah. It's so very, thank you,
0: it's, it's important guys to so go to reimpodcast.com slash Jason, reimpodcast.com slash Jason. And I, I hope you guys got some stuff out of this podcast because Jason just dropped some really big gold nuggets that, um, uh, I had to pry out of him because it's something <laughs> he doesn't just share that stuff with anybody. And, um, so hopefully nobody in Indianapolis is listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, all right. Hey, thanks a lot, Jason. I'll I'll talk to you later, man. Take care. Take
1: care. You too, buddy. Bye-bye.